Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me! Hello, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you. And thank you for that, as always, where uh, we analyze the hottest trends and happenings and we choose things that are a thing by a complicated and almost certainly illegal method of conversations <laughs> on airplanes, my minor plagiarism from the internet, and, uh, you know, chucking up kids on the playground. <clears throat> Claim, claims of legality or illegality are not considered to be binding. <laughs> exactly. Uh, when we started the show today, for some reason, in my head, I got a picture of like Fordo and Lakshada and at Porter and everyone like in the audience, like, you know, just like doing that. It's so I love I love our audience. It's so I good. Know. We've got we've got BGM and CWJ, and T Bear and West Bay Stars. Everybody's here. Everybody's here. Good old App Porter with the with the Oakland recommendations. Like it is all happening. It's all happening. You know, Friday show really is a delight. It it's is a great way to end the week. It's a great way to like all hang out and <laughs> underemployed it's folks. Therapy for or me. East Coast. <laughs> it Underemplo- is a underemployed folks tongue sticky out i'm gonna go with the uh, also time zones lakshada said it's 6 30 for me so, exactly yeah. it's 6 30 in my mind well if it's 6 30 in your mind you should get yourself a metal banded drinking glass <laughs> to have a your, cocktail in your friday evening cocktail yeah uh, this is my first thing because i've noticed this now everywhere and i'm i'm wondering if it's a collating thing. The metal banded uh-huh. drinking glass was in Mad Men years ago, right? Don Draper in his office had those like cool glass bowl style uh, glasses that he poured his whiskey in and they had a metal band at the top. Mm-hmm. And uh, you may recall that I bought some of those and I had them in my office. Oh, in yes. The 2000s. They were amazing. Yeah. So then they kind of like once Mad Men went away, they, that, that kind of ended. But I have noticed on multiple shows for all mankind and the crown come to mind top, but not just those people very clearly on camera drinking metal banded glass drinks. Huh? Interesting. I wonder what, what, what style do you think they are? Are they mid century? I guess well, if you bought they, them. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Madman style. Both For All Mankind and The Crown are taking place in roughly the same time period. For All Mankind is in an alternate universe, of course, but uh, <laughs> uh, of but course. They're, they're roughly like late <laughs> 60s, early 70s. Okay. Yeah. So oh, I think yes. that's part of it. But then, you know, we've talked about how the 70s are kind of coming back. Creeping back. Yeah. And so I think even though these are period pieces, sort of the prominence of these glasses, which those weren't the only glass that could have had other glasses. Set designer could have picked, made some other choice, right? Fiesta mm-hmm. wear, who knows what else. Uh, 
I, I feel like that's gonna that that's something to keep an eye on. That's that's a, a thing in waiting. I love this. Actually, at Porter in the Discord just found uh, some at Macy's. And oh, they, they are, are. Yeah. yeah. That's a great example. And what's great about this, too, is that they are called, their official name is a highball glass, which is that's also the tall one. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, it's always been the tall one, but that's also of a of a time to even call it that, I think. Yeah, that's very, that's very period appropriate. Yeah, it Can really is. Can I make is. you a highball? <laughs> this is interesting because I'm wondering, very often when all of a sudden I find myself wanting to do a thing... <laughs> It's because, as is the case with so many things in the world, it has somehow been quietly marketed to me. Right. It's and just sort of bubbled up, whether just, whether by product placement, probably a lot of the time, right. uh, or just kind of like a, a trend that's starting to seep into the culture. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm wondering if not just these metal-rimmed glassware and cocktail glasses are a thing, but I found myself, I, I, was, I went to the flea market. We have a like a first weekend of the month flea market. And I went last month because I wanted something specific. And then I was like, I'm going to come back next month. And I'm, I want to become like, I want to be a, a quirky glassware lady, like <laughs> having conquered plant lady. <laughs> now I want to be one of those people who has like a cool collection of vintage glassware instead of just like my Ikea, you know, here you go, beer glasses or whatever. But so I sort of feel like you pegging this trend and me thinking, oh, I need to get like a cool collection of quirky glassware must mean There's the glassware confluence. is in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> glassware is in the air and not because someone threw it and it broke. I hope Hopefully. not. No. Yeah. But also like just now on eBay, if I can't find all the stuff at the at the flea market, I'm totes going to eBay because yeah. I found these super cool glasses on eBay. And they are a really neat metal rim, but they say they're for, for shrimp cocktail. But mm. I don't know if they actually mean cocktail cocktail. You can use them for whatever you want. Yeah. I'm using them for, <laughs> for bourbon. No, I love I'm it. I'm using them for rosé cider. Oh my God. That's such a good one. Well... When you are having uh, your vintage-inspired cocktails in your metal-rimmed, quirky glassware, you can pair it with your favorite vegan meal. Because after enduring so many years of mockery and withering stares from the likes of Anthony Bourdain, frickin' vegans are having their moment. (laughs) (laughs) They Uh, just are. It's funny. uh, The Economist did a uh, story on one of its podcasts this week about whether not eating meat was really that going to have that much of an effect. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the thing they found out was if you go vegetarian, no, because Mm -hmm. what ends up happening is you eat dairy and cheese and well, dairy and cheese require chickens and cows. So you're not really doing that much to help. It helps a little bit, but not much, but go vegan and you have an impact. Like a huge impact. It's true. I mean, for all of the people who are carrying around like bamboo straws, but still eating meat, it's kind of like, but yes, especially the ones eating the meat through the bamboo straw. That's just ridiculous. That's not helping anyone really. No, but (laughs) meat smoothies. (laughs) I, and I think so it it is a whole bunch of things. One is yes. Like the environmental impact and the studies Uh that they've done to be able to say like, this is the single most impactful thing you can do to be a better, you know, citizen in terms of climate change, but also, and then Cory Booker, of course, like vegan, loud and proud. 
And then, and this is where, speaking of conversations on airplanes, I was talking to someone on a trip who was saying that he had recently gone vegan after watching this documentary called The Game Changers, which Mm. is presented by, and this is really important, I think, right? James Cameron, yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jackie Chan, Lewis Hamilton, the boxer, Mm -hmm. Novak Djokovic, and Chris Paul, the NBA player. So like... All these athletes got together and did the doodliest documentary ever and basically were like, actually, a way better way to build muscles is plant protein. <laughs> and you like, guys, you have to keep your steak. <laughs> you can have your steak. I, I will become strong on chickpeas. I will be eating plants in my electric hummer. I'm not so even sure exciting. which of these people you named were doing, to be honest. It's kind of just... Now we're, doing, now we're doing Arnold, but everything else... I think else, we yeah. ended up on Arnold, yeah. But like showcasing elite athletes, special ops soldiers, visionary scientists, cultural icons, and everyday heroes. So like, this is how you get men on board with veganism. Because there's nothing man bun about this at all. This is like, <laughs> if you want to have like lean, awesome, gigantic muscles, it turns out it needs to be like black beans and avocado and chickpeas and sweet potatoes. And it's totally, I mean, it looks like, oh the, 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 like the, just, uh, are you I'm looking just, at it? I'm just looking at the FAQ, uh, the FAQ on the website for GameChangersMovie.com. Uh, and I just stumbled across this sentence. All protein originates from plants, dot, dot, dot. If this wasn't the case, how would the largest and strongest animals on the planet, including elephants, rhinos, horses, and gorillas, all of which are herbivores, oh, build snap. and maintain such huge amounts of muscle? Huge amounts of muscle. i mean i'm telling you this is genius like make it the macho muscle building thing to do and you have won i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it this weekend i'm obsessed so fascinating and then way down low it's got this like awesome looking lady running in her little speedos it's all about performance you maximize performance with pea milk (laughs) (laughs) call back i'm i'm still looking at this where do you get your protein answer which is telling me plants Plants. but it's not really telling me which plants to eat it turns out the plants have protein you just eat all the plants all of them you graze like a buffalo (laughs) that really was not a good accent i think we can all agree (laughs) on a buffalo i mean Uh, it's very interesting and i've now met i like i met i talked to a guy weirdly on the same trip like a guy at a dinner and a guy on a plane and both of them were just like yeah i'm all about fitness and i've recently gone vegan and i'm like oh okay all right yeah i'm not one of those wimps who eat meat is what he said right dude seriously yeah I mean, talk that as a way to make this even more of a thing. And I think it all ready was becoming a thing. Genius. Swolegans. 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 Amazing. Uh, uh, yeah. Amazing. A corollary Vegans. thing to this will be uh, secret vegan, partial vegan, weekend vegan, something like that. Pesca where vegan. People are like, yeah, I'm, I'm vegan except with, with a few exceptions every once in a while. I, could, I, want to be, I feel like I could maybe maybe yeah. do that. And that's know. actually that's actually better, especially if you cut out dairy and cheese, according to The Economist, doing like one meat meal a week and then being mm-hmm. vegan the rest of the week has a has a you know, it's not as impactful as as full vegan, but it but it has a huge impact. It's better than being vegetarian with dairy and cheese. Yep. Totally. 
the verdict is in the best source of protein is plants. Now, I feel like my <laughs> next thing is is kind of along the lines of the Swaligans <laughs> attitude, which is people traveling to Colombia. They don't always say Colombia, but they don't. Do. I always say Colombia. A lot of them do. Uh <laughs> It's because Colombia has declared peace with the FARC rebels. Uh, if you don't know, the, the FARC uh, rebels were, were fighting against the government for decades, decades. Uh, and causing uh, Very violently. it to be one of the most dangerous areas to visit. Not all the time. <laughs> uh, and in fact, Bogota was not nearly as dangerous as I think a lot of people thought it was because it was a big city. But, you know, definitely being out in the countryside, even just doing academic research, people were getting abducted and, and held yeah. hostage for ransom. Uh, thanks and to, that, I feel like thanks to Romancing the Stone, we all knew about Cartagena. <laughs> Cartagena. <laughs> uh, and I'm not saying all of Colombia's problems are solved. There's still a splinter group of, of FARC that, that wants to, to keep the war going. Uh, but it's much, much better now. Because of this peace deal, which has has brought in most of the leadership of the rebels uh, and given some amnesty, and it's very controversial, but it's opened up Colombia to a lot more tourism than it used to have. And and actually, it's opened up Colombia to a lot of other things. I, I've been reading in Scientific American about uh, a lot of the environmental research they want to do in these untouched areas of Colombia that are untouched because they were too dangerous for people to go right, in. Exactly. You know, and they want to <laughs> see like, okay, this is a great control for us. We want to, we can go in there now and check that out. Uh, but yeah, I've noticed more and more acquaintances of mine uh, having traveled to Colombia. In fact, uh, co-workers uh, of my wife uh, just gave us some Aguila Roja coffee that they got in Colombia wow. on their recent trip. That's a good one. That's a good travel trend. I really like that because it's sort of like how Iceland was a uh -huh. thing, the thingiest yeah. thing. And now everybody Iceland who went to Iceland is like, rebellion end or anything, but it just kind of became a thing. Yeah, it just totally. became a thing. Well, and I think yeah. there were a bunch of nonstop flights to the U.S. because of all those cheap airlines and blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm, so this is obviously mm -hmm, a super mm -hmm. different reason. But you could imagine all your world traveler friends being like, I did Iceland last year and this year I'm doing Colombia. Colombia. Dude, now I kind of want to go to Colombia. Cafe. <laughs> and get the coffee myself. <laughs> I've got it in my dining room right now. Nice. Have to go there. But yeah, I think it would be interesting to go to Colombia and see, you know, what is a beautiful country by mm -hmm. all accounts, right? It's just one that has had a stigma over it for a long time. It looked awesome in Romancing the Stone. Also, at Porter points out in the Discord that Portugal, oh yeah, definitely Portugal. has been a thing too. Iceland, Portugal, and now Colombia are like the that's going to be the big three for your world traveling cred with your away bag. <laughs> Where are you going? Japan, Germany. <laughs> I'm Boring. going to Iceland, Portugal, and Colombia. Europe and Asia are like so done. They're like so over. They're like so done. All right. So I, my next thing is uh, an explainer. Oh, and it, okay. it's the Good. kind of thing that I had to look up and am delighted to have discovered the origin of because mm. m like 10 times recently over the course of the last like month, month and a half, I have been out in the world and heard young people mm -hmm. singing Mr. Sandman, not like enter bring me Sandman, a dream. but like bring me a dream. Like okay. I was walking down the sidewalk behind a gaggle of teenage girls who were essentially just like a, a roaming quartet. Like 
They were like, bum, 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 bum. And I've had it in oh, my wow. head for six weeks, and I don't know why, and my son is singing it all the time, and it's just this constantly everywhere. This is the one everywhere. from the 1950s Mr. that Sandman, movies often use to say, we are now in the 1950s because you're hearing Mr. Sandman, and you would sea. never hear this outside of the Hit 1950s. Time travel signage is now ruined for us, Molly. And I don't know a lonely love. Okay. Um, that was amazing, by the way. I think we did that amazingly. That was good. And I agree. It was really good. Like time travel is over because Mr. Sandman is back. And the reason, and this is the important part, because now you're going to hear kids sing it. And thanks to our uh, amazingly um, scored conversation just now, I think you're going to have it in your head for like a year. <laughs> but the reason is because of TikTok, as is the case of with course. so How did I not many things. <laughs> so many things. It became a viral video in August and yeah. it is just, it's a little TikTok video where these people used their cat. So TikTok has this cool feature that's sort of like a chessboard. It's like nine panels and different things happen in all the panels. Like you can have them okay. come in. So it works great for Mr. Sandman. Cause you can have like bum and the cat shows up and then uh, bum and the cat shows up a little more. Dung, 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 you guys dung, will dung, go watch dung. it later yeah. and it'll make right, more sense, it. Huh. but it just became this like big hit. And it's super adorable and charming. And it's the cat mimicking the lyrics of Mr. Sandman. And it has, well, I don't know, like 2 million likes now, way more than that, because I think it got 1.6 million by the end of August. And now it has just caused, and then it's like, you know, 40 days ago, Refinery29 was like, the wholesome Mr. Sandman cat meme will convince you to download TikTok. Like, then it hit the mainstream in terms of people saying, oh, this TikTok was really cute. And now it's just the freaking song is everywhere apparently it was like it was played at the school dance like it's oh wow everywhere and it's so weird how it's these like songs, generation like z's keyboard it. cat but then the song <laughs> was a hit not just yeah yeah and so then of course and then of course now there are like all these copycat videos yeah. no pun intended like people doing them and, and yeah and it's all mr sandman mr sandman <sighs> wow you know mollywood yeah. Yeah. I can't thank you enough for the service you do for us old people <laughs> in bringing in bringing these things to our attention. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me. Stand and applaud. Man, someone is loving his applause button today. <laughs> I wish I could even say that this one was just like I was, you know, hanging out with the children. It was more like... I was bombarded with it. You're like, why is this happening? I'm like, why is this happening? Because it is not an easy song to get rid of at all. It's like the cockroaches of songs. Like once it's in your head, mm. it's an ear so tapeworm. I, just, I had to look it up and then I was like, oh wait, this is a thing. I should totally talk about this on the show and yeah. done. Uh, we, and we, and we'll probably get some of these comments in our feedback. Uh, we, we've had so many people say, I now feel like I can, talk to younger people like i understand what they're saying because of you molly on it's a thing so this, <laughs> just go another up example like, of that bum, 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 bum. Mm -hmm. you're like oh the cat sandman cat oh are you a plant eating bodybuilder me too <laughs> do you like mr sandman cat fellow chickpea eating bodybuilder so weird i'm on well, my way to Col colombia to pick some plants to eat let's toast our avocado cocktails in this metal banded drinking glass <laughs> I'm totally going to get some of those at the flea market. I'm so excited. 
I think we should we should make a short story out of every episode of It's a Thing that incorporates all four things. We definitely should. And also, I'm just saying that my quirky set of glassware, including metal banded cocktail glasses and shrimp cocktail glasses, is going to be great for the party. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Where we I, serve vegan food yep, and play yep. Mr. Sandman and then finish <laughs> off the night with some Aguila Roja coffee from it's gonna Colombia. It's going to be so good. It's the best party ever. <laughs> best no party meat. ever. And no meat needed. Let's move on to feedback and it's a thing dot me. Uh, Fordo, of course, I think we, you know, we, that's like the opening of all our, our, of our feedback now is to read a Fordo email. Uh, exactly. Fordo says, I get an in-person visit from Blippi almost every day, producer Rich. He's wearing his blippy street clothes in two of these pictures with a friend who is in costume for Halloween, but he's not in costume. He wore his blippy outfit for Halloween, but it was not a costume because the kid wears his blippy stuff every single day of his life and has for the last year. No one else in my life has even heard of Blippy because he hasn't crossed over into the awareness of people without very young kids. My friend's kids are mostly all older at this point, except for this one. So I was so happy to hear you mention him. I haven't had another adult to talk to about Blippy since he was discovered a year ago by this child. Oh, that my God. That episode was so validating for me. Like, I haven't really just been dreaming of this Blippy person or Blippy in my own mind. He's real. Thank you, <laughs> Forda. He's real. That is amazing. Also, she sent us a photo, which is amazing. Yeah. I missed the Blippy episode, but I'm going to have to go back and listen because now I'm looking at the Blippy official Instagram and I'm like, wait, that's a grown man? And I have questions. That's, that's okay. I mean, I'll go that, listen. That's kind of always the thing with a with a children's program. The first time you see it out of context, it kind of is. But I think we just have to like we have to remember that Mr. Mm-hmm. Rogers happened. Yeah. Well, wholesomeness is a lot. The question is, does it go away after you become familiar, like Mr. Rogers, or does it not? Then it's problematic. <laughs> right. Uh, Brittany writes in and says, Tom and Molly Lifesavers books have been around my whole life. I got one in my stocking in my earliest memories, pre-1990, and every stocking since. Santa has always known they are a thing, and many have gummies instead of hard candy. And uh, she notes that Rich did great last week, but some next time someone is going to sub in, I vote for Forno. <laughs> if we could drag her kicking and screaming in here, don't don't think we won't. Yeah. Don't think you, yeah, exactly. Just prepare for the download sites because it would be like a two-hour show. How <laughs> are you, girl? Uh, yeah, no, as, as far as the Lifesavers go, that's that's good to know that it, it, it has bridged the years. It's not just coming back. Uh, and when you mentioned the gummies, I did see the gummies and even sent Rich and Molly a picture of Skittles books. Yeah. Guys, Tom manifested this into a thing. Like, mm. he was like, it's an anti-thing. I can't believe those things are still around. And we were like, really? Maybe it's a resurgence. It is. He mm. made it. It's a real thing. Skittles books. That's how freaking cutting edge you are, Tom. I'm so that cutting edge. Like, that thing. I cut myself. <laughs> he cut himself in a rage just thinking about it. <laughs> they're still there, too. I don't think they've sold one of them. But, well, I don't know. Maybe they have. <laughs> Uh, our next uh, piece of feedback is this weekend. Is this a thing? Eh? Sean writes, hello, Molly and Tom. Blue glasses are a thing. I'm shopping for my new eyeglasses and I've been into two different stores. The normal black frames and tortoise shell are still available, but the special color that is overrepresented is blue. Really? Uh, actually, I'm sitting here right now wearing these like cool blue reading glasses that I bought oh, at CBS. Really? Like- yes. Yep, just a couple so months ago, in. and every time I wear them, people are like, oh, where did you get those? I won't, so clear is over. 
Am I am I weird in that I don't buy new frames until I go to the doctor for my yearly checkup? Oh, I've not bought new actual glasses frames in like 15 years. Well, but yeah, now I, I, have don't, to wear I don't readers. buy them every year, but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't even think about shopping at a store like Sean. Like, maybe I should do that. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. You can Warby Parker like Rich did. Right. You can even go. There's Warby Parker stores in the bigger cities. I'm sure you have one and you can go and put them all on. In the big city. In the, in the big cities like this one. Uh, uh, yeah, no, thank Gabby, you, Sean. I'm going to get some <laughs> Gabby commented, I know, and I think, Sean, you may be onto something. I think we're going to keep an Definitely. eye, no pun intended, an eye out. <laughs> nah. Gabby commented on the blog and said, I love perusing the online shopping sites like Guilds, and I've noticed that shiny, metallic-colored down jackets seem to be a thing. Yup. Hmm. That is true. And producer Rich noted, is it early 2000s nostalgia? And then he put a picture of what appears to be in sync. The boy band. Is that NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? I can't tell because pictures don't get bigger in the Google Sheets. But <laughs> definitely. I think it definitely is. Uh, remind people if they want to comment on the blog, comment on an episode rather than the about page because Rich doesn't see the about page right away, but he's always looking at the, the post pages. Uh, or yep. you can just email us, uh, feedback yep. at it's a thing dot me. And um, you can tweet us. And before we go, I mean, and the feedback, I have been meaning and I meant to last week, but I forgot to give a sprinter van state of the oh, thing. Yeah. What's, what's update? the latest? So last week, the week before last, I drove down to the Central Coast and then back up Highway 1. Mm-hmm. And during this four-day period, I believe that I encountered infinity number sprinter vans. Did I, I think I told you, but I don't know if I said it on the main show. Uh, I, I have a neighbor who repairs bicycles for a living out of his yeah. garage, and he traded in his old Econoline for a sprinter van. Like three oh, weeks really? ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm just, I'm being facetious so clearly because I didn't block. see infinity, but I'm not kidding. Like I stopped counting and I think I stopped counting at around 300. Like I think I saw 300 or more sprinter vans <laughs> in a four day period on highway one along the coast yeah. of California in November. Silver Jeeps like, out sprinter van. Oh my God. And every other traveling vehicle is out. It was bananas. Like I, the sheer volume of it was, it made me sad that we had already done the episode and I'm kind of still <laughs> sorry. I just didn't take a picture every time. So I could have had an exact count, <laughs> but I would have filled up my phone. Check it. It's good. To, good for the check-in though. That's good. That's great. Yep. State of the thing. Uh, shout out to Mike Akins and Louis St. Amour who uh, support us at an extra generous level at our Patreon, patreon.com slash it's a thing. Whoop, whoop. You guys are the best. All of our patrons are the best. Thank you so much for supporting the show directly with your dollar contributions. They really, really make a big difference and they ensure that the show comes out on the regular. That was an old thing. You're welcome. You See can you next also week. Email us your things to feedback and it's a thing. Me. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.